Hello everyone, I am Raksha Gosai and you're listening to Chai or Ma'am. Welcome to the first episode of the podcast. Pooja, well thank you so much for joining on today's episode. So, Spin the Wheel has been a game on my bucket list that I've been wanting to play for a long time, purely because it's just so out there. The type of questions you can ask is so random, but you get to learn some really cool things about each other. So, um thank you so much for joining today, and I really hope you get to learn more about me, and I'm really looking forward to getting to learn more about you. Absolutely. I'm so excited for this Raksha. So, you know, the closest thing I've done to spin the wheel is watch it on television while it's on the Jimmy Fallon show or, you know, some sort of rapid fire thing with coffee with Karan, and that's the closest thing I've ever done to spin the wheel or to a rapid fire round. And I'm super excited for this because it's so much fun just having random questions come up and just throw them at each other. and learn so much more about the other person so yeah i'm all excited for this no wait surely you've played spin the bottle okay spin the bottle is not counted and it's like it's kind of like never have i ever or it's you don't really ask the other person questions or the version i've played has not been anything like this okay okay i've played spin the bottle a couple of times To be fair though, it's not the same. This is more harmless fun. I agree. <laughs> I'm really excited to get started. So I've actually used the Spin the Wheel app on my phone and I've spun the wheel and the first question for you is what's your least favorite fast food restaurant? My least favorite fast food restaurant. Ha, huh, okay. Well, I think it has to be I hope or Pizza Hut one of those. I know it's I'm throwing myself into controversy out here just saying these. Okay, I hope because well, I don't really like their pancakes that much to be honest. It's very I mean, it tastes a lot like baking soda to me and I like my pancakes fluffier. I love pancakes which have like stuff in it, you know, like for example blueberry pancakes or ricotta lemon pancakes. I know I sound bougie, but I like pancakes that have a lot more to it than just pancakes flipped over with nothing in it and just maple syrup on the side, you know. And well, Pizza Hut because I've had Pizza Hut in Dubai and the pizza crust that they use is so fat. It's so 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 fat. Well, I know they do have like thin stuffed crust pizza, but it's just that one fat thick crust that I used to have a lot when I was younger that has just made me against Pizza Hut. and i just can't get that out of my head like i just cannot dominos okay i've tried some of the pizzas i love it i've tried like other niche pizza um restaurants but i'm not a huge fan of pizza hut oh wow no i would say like pizza hut is still one of the when i do have fast food and if it's not dominos like pizza hut would be like kind of close to dominos because they have a really amazing fiery veg pizza in south africa with like a really nice tikka sauce it's awesome if you are ever here you must try it but i honestly do think that we can't actually go by the brand when it does come to these fast food chains 
because it tastes so different everywhere you go. Like McDonald's in India, think of like a paneer burger or like an aloo tikki burger versus like what you would get in Dubai. So different, right? Absolutely. It's so different all over the place. Okay, so I've already spun this and here's my question for you. What is one thing that makes you feel sexy? The one thing. Okay, like the top thing. My hair. This is why I'm so scared of ever going bald. I'm like obsessed <laughs> with my hair and I care about my hair like so much. But yeah, that really makes me feel sexy, especially when I have my hair down. I mean, you have such beautiful hair to begin with. So, of course, I don't doubt your answer. If I had hair like yours, that would also be my answer. I'm not kidding. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. Thank you. My turn. Ooh. Okay. So, <laughs> this is a bit of a, a weird one. Why aren't blueberries blue? Why aren't blueberries blue? Actually, they are blue if you think about it. Seriously, it's it's just very, 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 very dark blue. It's like a lot of blue pigment, so it doesn't look blue. But here's a trick. Whenever you make a blueberry cupcake or blueberry cake and you bake it, the blueberries start bursting. And when you get it out, it's actually pretty blue. Purplish blue, but still some color of blue. So I disagree with that statement. I think blueberries are blue. I don't think they're blue. I think they're like this weird rainbow variety of blue, purple, and black. So like when you put them in water and soak them, like the skin of it, like the texture of it just looks kind of blue-ish, but not actually blue. But since you answered that question really well, I'll give it to you. But I don't agree. Maybe the blueberry South Africa are but weird. Okay, I get your point to some extent because it is like a mixture of purple, indigo, dark blue, blackish. But but when you take the juice out, that's when you see the blue color in it. Okay, fair, fair. I was thinking more of the blue, like blue skies. Ah, okay. I got my next question for you. Are you ready? Of course. I'm excited to know this, actually. What is your favorite skincare product? Favorite skincare product? Question... Does it only have to be one? Okay, we'll go easy. You can speak about the top three favorite skincare products of yours. Okay, so the first one on the list is definitely my little Foreo, which is like a cleansing brush. So I picked one up um, when I was in Dubai in December and it's been absolutely amazing. I struggle with really dry skin. So this has been an amazing way and also a fun way to remember to cleanse every single morning, evening, because before I just use a very quick face wash and then I just start applying like a million lotions. Whereas now this actually has really helped my skin tremendously. And also somebody who's actually gone through acne twice, believe it or not, this like cleansing is really important. So this is a nice fun way that's added onto my routine and it's also really enjoyable. And then the next would definitely be body lotion. Like, I love body lotion. I wouldn't really say like I have a specific because also strange fun fact, I make my own body lotion because I find that all of the store-bought um, body lotion is just not um, thick enough. So I'll add in like my own sweet almond oil, I'll add in my own glycerine and a couple of other essential oils to make my own body lotion. 
but it smells amazing. Um, and yeah, and that's something that I use in my skincare routine all the time. And then definitely a body exfoliator. There's one that I use from Lush, which is absolutely amazing, but also helps to keep you feeling sexy everywhere. So like your full body, because it removes all of the dead skin cells, but it also gives you this really nice glow and it smells amazing. It's like a pineapple mint crunch. Wow, those sound amazing. I, I think I've told you this, but I really, really am interested. I'm highly considering the Foreo cleanser because I've just heard so much from it, especially from you. Also, wow, I'm so impressed you make your own body lotion. That is really cool. I mean, to be honest, making your own products is one of the best things because you have complete control over what goes in and you can make it as natural as you want it to be. And it's amazing. And also the awesome part about it is that you put in exactly what you want. So like during summer, I'll kind of go a little, well, rather ease down on like the glycerin. In winter, because it's colder and drier, I'll add more glycerin in. So I actually make it based on different seasons and how my body feels. So I can adjust it as I want. So this is actually a handy trick that I picked up from my mom because she's got the opposite of me. She's got oily skin and everything was just too oily for her body. So she started making her own. So I think it's a really nice life hack as well. Um, it actually works a little bit more expensive because you have to buy a ton of different essential oils and add them in together. But then again, it's always nice to know, you know, you've created your own product. Just like your soap experiment. Oh God. <laughs> so lately I've been extremely interested in making soap. And I don't know, I think it's just a byproduct of staying indoors all day that I just want to experiment and try new things. And so here's the thing, right? My mom actually got a few handmade soaps for me which have been amazing because they have neem oil and all these amazing essential oils and natural exfoliants and it's been really great on my skin and I'm running out of those. So I thought, okay, let me try making my own soap and I could make it as lovely as this one. So I started looking at the entire process of making soap and number one, you need lye, which is sodium hydroxide. Dubai does not have lye anywhere. I have literally spent hours trying to find a place that would sell sodium hydroxide, but not a single place. I think I'll just have to end up ordering from somewhere abroad and get it shipped to me. But anyways, so in the meanwhile, I thought, okay, how about let me melt and pour some soap. So that's like a process where you use an existing soap base, melt it, add your own natural additives, and then you just let it set in a mold and then it's ready after that once it solidifies. So we have a bunch of olive oil soap, Castile soap. And I thought, okay, let me just melt it and see what happens. So I get all of this equipment out and I set up a double boiler and I put all this olive oil soap inside. And guess what? It does not melt. I'm literally there trying to stir it for one hour. It doesn't melt. It was the biggest fail kitchen experiment i've ever had and i'm never going to try that again i just want to make my soap from scratch with the lye and not have to melt soap that doesn't melt i still think it's such like an exciting thing to be taking on because one thing that i love is skincare hair care body care so for me like going into a lush store 
is an absolute experience. Just seeing the products, seeing the different soaps, the different um, skincare brands. And I think it's a tad bit more exciting for me because South Africa is always late to the game. When I mean late to the game, I mean really late to the game. Goodness. We only got like an H&M and Zara maybe about six years ago. Prior to that, we didn't have any of this. Lush is also something very new to the South African market. They haven't been around for long. So in most countries, it's like, oh, it's just Lush. Here it's like, oh my God, it's Lush. So um, very different experience, I think when it comes to like me and shopping versus like somebody who's got like more of like a global experience because when we get these brands it's like every single time you go into the store it's something new so yeah i like absolutely love body care skincare and the fact that you are making your own or rather attempting to is awesome i know i think the more we feel like make our own things the better it is and the less commercial we actually know exactly what's in it yeah, I agree. I completely agree. And well, I haven't yet made soap because I'm yet to get all my equipment and the ingredients. But I've been doing a lot of research about the process, what goes in. And if I just tell you that there are two main ingredients that goes into making soap, like that is pretty mind blowing because when you buy your body soaps or your body washes from outside and you look at the ingredient list, there are a thousand of chemicals in there and if I can just make something that is super safe, super healthy for my skin that only uses two main ingredients and everything else is obviously your essential oils and natural stuff but the main ingredients for getting that soap soap is just two ingredients like how awesome is that? It's crazy that was also something I realized with body lotion and the scariest bit is here's actually a fun fact a lot of body lotions have whey protein so like in my mind, I associate whey protein to actual whey protein like Powder. people have a workout. Yeah. yeah, to know that it's in your lotion is honestly scary. And then there was one day where I just like turned around and I had a look at the ingredients and I just saw plenty of acids, um, this nutrifier, this, that, this fruit oil. And I was like, do I really want to be putting that in my body? And that was when I decided to start becoming a lot more organic with the way I live. Also with like the food I put into my body. But even though on the inside I was really good, what about the outside? The outside's so important. So that's really cool. I think it's awesome and I can't wait for you to make your first soap. Me neither. I really cannot wait. Okay, Raksha, your turn to spin the wheel. Okay, so... This one is a bit, uh, okay, but this will kind of bring out uh, things that you don't like. Okay. Describe your own personal health. How am I supposed to answer this question? Um, is it supposed to be like things that I don't like? Things that are like the bane of my existence? It could be any, really. So if I, if I had to describe my personal health, it would be surrounded by people who chew loudly and lots of them. Because my biggest pet peeve is people that eat with their mouth open and that make sounds. Like, I can't, I really cannot, like, I lose it. So that would be my personal hell. Okay, okay, okay. I get what you're trying to say. That would definitely be one of mine as well because that is also my pet peeve. Gosh, sometimes I just have to try to be so respectful when someone does that. 
but in my mind i'm just like can you please shut your mouth and eat that's number one number two would be people who don't shower that really takes me off like if i'm in a social situation where it's so clear someone hasn't showered and i can tell this person hasn't showered then i make my judgments and please don't be near me don't be at least in a three mile radius around me because i cannot stand it what else would be my personal hell i think these two are the major ones so i actually think your personal hell will be a combination smashed of both oh yeah oh yeah 100% <laughs> so here we go your next question is what is the last movie you watched the last movie i watched thinking thinking <laughs> I think it was Shub Mangal's Yada Savdan with Ayushman Khurana and I loved it. Actually midway through the movie I messaged my parents on the family group and I'm like, "Mom, dad, like you have to see this movie. It's awesome." I was busting. Like I was laughing the entire way. Absolutely loved the movie. And also um it was it was just so different for Ayushman to be to be doing a role of a gay guy and executing so perfectly i thought it was it was absolutely stunning like the entire family situation everything was just brilliant like i don't want to spoil the beans but everyone should watch the movie it's an amazing comedy i'll check it out i've been hearing so much about this movie and not only from you but from some of my other friends and well they've just said that you know it's a must watch i think i think it's on amazon prime i'm not sure but i need to check it out it is it is and it's it's brilliant um pretty much similar actors from badaiho and if you loved badaiho you'll love this movie as well i haven't watched that uh, either i know it's sad oh uh, no no you must you must i would say from the number of movies that i've seen of ayushman in the last like 5 years There's three top three: Shubh Mangal, Siada Savdan, Andadun, and then Badai Ho. Those three really stood out. I've watched Andadun, and I really like that. Well, the ending debatable, but otherwise, I really like the movie. He's an amazing actor. Amazing. Seriously, it's actually so to see how he's taken on very different avatars, different characters. If you compare him to all the other. commercial actors but he still I mean his first movie Vicky Dona was amazing but I mean it tackled so many different social norms especially coming from an indian society where so much is hush hush we don't talk about a lot but um everything is kind of like behind glass doors not even glass doors steel doors for some family where you can't hear and you can't see and you just go through struggles on your own i think that he has done a fascinating job at bringing very difficult topics to the playing table and discussing it through through media which is awesome absolutely agree okay next one for you is um if you could be an animal what animal would you be oh goodness i know i would be a panda 100% If I could be an animal and not have to do anything and just eat and sleep, I would totally be a panda. No worries, no care, just being pampered and oh my god, and they're so fluffy. I think it's because I find pandas super cute and I think 
They're adorable. They're so adorable. I think after a cub, I would go for a panda too. Yeah. Pandas are just absolutely adorable. They They're so are. cute. Fun fact. So some of my close friends in the United States, they actually played this game. Like what animal resembles this person the most? And for me, I got a coca. Have you heard of a coca? No, but I do know the the, the Hindi song. Oh, no, no, no not that. That's Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not that. So, uh, if you just Google coca animal, it's actually one of the happiest animals in the world. And well, I've been told that I'm an extremely happy person and extremely bubbly. So that's what they associate me with me with a coca because all the coca does is smile and apparently it's like tiny and cute and and it fits my profile according to my friends but I would still go with a panda. Oh but a coca is also really cute <laughs> and I can see where your friends are getting at. What they're saying is 100% true. You're always smiling, you're always bubbly, you're always happy. So I think maybe in terms of your spirit animal it can be the coca probably oh i'm blushing okay your turn okay let's go for it okay so so here we got the last question for our rapid fire spin the wheel round raksha in terms of fashion sense lady gaga or ranveer singh wow <laughs> <laughs> um well they quite i would say Lady Gaga is a tad bit more extreme versus Ranveer. Are you sure? I think yeah, Ranveer is extreme, but I don't know, his fashion makes sense to me. He just wants to stand out. <laughs> he is scared of Bollywood in any case, so he's making his mark. Lady Gaga, I just I don't know, like I really don't get her her fashion at all. But I get Ranveer's. Oh goodness, you know, if you asked me this question 5 years ago, my answer would be ranveer singh because well you know he still had some of those interesting characteristics to his sense of fashion but lady gaga back then with her meat dresses and like those crazy hats and insane makeup and like 1 feet tall heels oh my god that made me question everything i knew about fashion i'm not joking i think lady gaga's just one in a million i wouldn't call it fashion yeah <laughs> One in a million. Gosh, but you know she has mellowed down so much, and I actually like her fashion sense today because she she's toned down quite a bit. And so the thing is that I've watched this movie of hers, or I think it was a documentary, where she did say that you know all her producers try to control her, and the only way she could express herself was to rebel in terms of fashion, which is why she didn't just go the extra miles. She like went. 3000 miles ahead and just went all crazy but now that she's starting to take a little more control of herself and her own career she's starting to tone down and be a little more original or more herself with her fashion sense which which I think is amazing so as of today I would go with Lady Gaga than Ranveer Singh because I think she's her fashion sense today is is better it's 100% better I mean, not the best, but it's better. <laughs> I think okay, that's true. Um, if we look at Ranveer when he started to where he is now, he's kind of just accelerated his uh, his pace or his out there pace with his fashion sense. But that's what I absolutely love about the guy. 
he's got this bindas attitude he doesn't care he just goes yeah, for it that is true and there's such a personality in it you know so one of the things that i can if i had to think ranveer um one of the things or one of the words that would pop up into my mind is fashion because he's known for his crazy fashion sense and even though lady gaga had very um forward looking ways of dressing herself she still made a name for herself in that way and i think that's also really awesome and now that she's kind of kind of evolving into herself not the perceptions of what she was meant to be i think that's awesome as well but um i'm still going to stick to my runway and we're saying that's awesome well i do love him i think he's a great 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 actor and he's definitely very unique and he's created a space for himself in the bollywood industry and i cannot wait for his new movie to come out i think it's the one about kapil dev the one about cricket and i'm just looking forward to that i just hope that the world gets better and all these movies start releasing and i just i'm going to literally go to the cinema every single weekend just to catch up with all these movies it's been a crazy phase i think across like hollywood across bollywood for celebrities for everyone in general you know it's the smallest things in life now that we look forward to like this morning um so we this is the first day we are allowed to actually go out and exercise after the lockdown and i went for a walk this morning and there were so many little things that i never noticed before that i started noticing like the plants that were planted to the side of the road never noticed it before but i've been living in the same apartment block for 3 years and looking at people's balconies some people have just made the most beautiful balconies over this period putting up like beautiful pot plants and all of these things and it actually just goes to show sometimes we just need to really pause on life and enjoy the full experience because we're in a phase right now as well that is just so unknown for everyone but there's also so much of beauty in the unknown that we just need to live our full potential every day absolutely i completely agree with that and for me the biggest thing that has stood out from this entire experience is that well as we're all aware the earth has been pretty misused pretty damaged um has gone through so much in terms of pollution and the biggest issue was the ozone layer and i recently read this article on independent.co.uk that said that the ozone layer has almost recovered or it's recovering so speedily and that is amazing i was just thinking that you know like it's crazy that a situation like this is the only way that the earth is healing but there's so much to learn from this you know we need to understand that it's so important to take these breaks sometimes to just you know sit back and just let things happen naturally because i feel that like we as humans have meddled so much with so many things with the world with with each other with the planet and just holding back for a few seconds to let things just work their own way it's so important and it's so important to allow things to heal and mend themselves if we just take a step back i mean i wouldn't want a pandemic like this again but just the lessons learned from this should be 
something that sticks with us so that in the future when we're ever in a position where it looks like the earth is almost gonna end or get destroyed because of mankind's actions then we need to understand or we need to know that it's in our hands to help solve it and we can do that if we just give it a break most definitely and this conversation has been absolutely awesome extremely insightful but even with that being said you know sometimes we just need to heal ourselves and for me that's been the most uplifting of the entire lockdown is taking a moment to just be in touch with myself and also it's been absolutely awesome having this rapid fire round with you because i've got to learn a little bit more about you which i always value treasure and appreciate but uh, we'll definitely be having a follow-up to the session it's been absolutely awesome and thank you so much puja for joining this show and this episode you're an absolute gem and i thoroughly enjoyed our little experience of rapid fire together thank you raksha i enjoyed this so much myself as well and thank you for having me on your show it's such a special moment for me and it makes me feel so loved to have someone like you around to be like an elder sister to me and to share these moments with you and learn more about you so thank you so much for having me and for giving me this experience i appreciate it everyone and thank you for listening to the first episode of Chai or Mein. We decided to keep the content original, unique and light-hearted for the first show. A warm and very special shout out to Pooja Varyani for joining in on the first episode. Please subscribe and stay tuned for the next episode where Pooja and I will talk about the difficulties of generational gaps. Please feel free to send me voice notes and review this podcast after listening.